My Story, an Autobiography of a Homosexual Christian by Derek Michael Shaw Episode 25, Time for a Counselor Chapter 16, 2018 Tracy and I met at the house on January 1st, 2018, sometime in the afternoon. I had returned home around 3 a.m., slept in and made breakfast and lunch for myself, but took it easy otherwise. Tracy also enjoyed his morning. Scott had made coffee drinks and breakfast, and they had a lazy morning and afternoon. We sat down in the living room, and I showed Tracy the note that I had written on my phone about what I wanted. I started to explain what I needed from him, because beyond what I wrote in the note, I was adamant that we needed to be in counseling together. I also knew that I did not want to be in an open relationship, and I needed someone who would also embrace these things. Tracy said no, that he did not think counseling would do us any good, as he had said every other time before this. He said he liked having sex with Scott and had even developed feelings for him over the past several months. After I heard that, I truly was done because I felt deceived and betrayed. I had opened up the relationship and the one thing that I was scared of happening, my partner falling in love with someone else, actually happened. I broke up with Tracy on January 1st, 2018. I felt I had no other choice. I told him I would look into selling the house. I had decided in Montana that if Tracy couldn't work on things with me, then I was cutting ties with him and with Oregon. I planned to sell the house, quit my job, and return home to live with Jonathan and Kendra. I needed family support, and I did not want to be around Tracy. I knew I would need time and space to heal. On January 2nd, Tracy asked how we would handle the sleeping arrangements. It immediately started another argument, since I didn't understand why we had to make that change so soon. We only had one bed. It would either mean buying another bed, which we didn't really have room for, or getting an air mattress, which was less desirable than the Tempur-Pedic mattress in the bedroom. And knowing myself, I would be the one to move onto the inferior sleeping surface. We eventually did come to an agreement, that we didn't need to change anything that night, but I also went online and ordered a queen air mattress for delivery in five to seven days. At least I would make my alternate sleeping arrangement as nice as possible. I also started journaling at this point, but it really was just writing notes to Tracy on my phone that I intended to send to him when I left Portland. I realize now they were really another form of journaling for me. I had used emails in a similar way in college and young adulthood. Tracy, it's been one day since we've broken up, and I'm very frustrated by the whole situation, although I shouldn't be. You should have just told me that I was the one who broke up with you, because that is what I did after you said you wanted to spend Christmas with Scott. I should have known you already had developed romantic feelings for him. Heck, I was okay with you doing everything else with him that you did, although I wish I had been enough. I felt so special to have you in my life. And even whenever we went through tough spots, I figured all relationships have those and you just need to be committed. And that's my ultimate blind spot because commitment doesn't hold a relationship together unless two people are committed equally. And we haven't been equally committed for the last several years. 
I just figured you wouldn't upset the balance too much until after you graduated. But maybe you just didn't realize how troubling that your request to spend Christmas away really was. And then you gave the example of your sister spending Christmas away as a child with her other family as if that would make it okay. But it had no correlation to your request as Scott wasn't family. I was your family. And so I exploded, although I feel it was fairly justified, especially in hindsight. I really hope that this decision is for the best. At this point, I have to believe it, and I'm pretty sure you wouldn't ever come back to me. And what else would I have to offer? You already know what I have, and you wanted something else. And we might have already had sex for the last time, which is really sad. Pretty soon, we won't even share the same bed, something we have done for at least seven years. How can either of us just casually be okay with all of this? Too much change happening much too quickly, but I suppose it is for the best. You just left to go over to Scott's as I kept crying. You needed to be away from me, and I needed some space to compose myself. It hurts that you already have another person you can go to and get comfort from. Do you even realize that I've lost my best friend, lover, and partner? You saw no future for us for the past two years, whereas I'm experiencing the loss firsthand. January 4th, 2018. Another journal written to Tracy on my phone. Tracy, we got some great news about the house yesterday, as Steve thought we could list anywhere between 350 to 400 k which means we could get upwards of 100 k profit, so hopefully money won't be a concern for either of us. We also talked for a few more hours. I came home to you having a panic attack, and we tried to talk through that. We eventually did, but we also covered a lot of topics, even starting to discuss how to break up our possessions. You agreed later in the night that you'd been very selfish, and I realized I was giving too much and it wasn't healthy. You even said you thought you had made a mistake by thinking you wanted to hook up. But I know you, you've wanted that for a few years, and I'm sure you will still try and explore that side in the coming months. I just wish I could be there to experience it with you, as well as help you go through it. And while we decided that we would tell other people it was a mutual decision, I know that I broke up with you, and I'm not sure what you could do to get me back. I love you and want the best for you, but I still get angry at you for the things in the past, the ways you've added stress and frustration to this relationship and my life, the ways I've felt unappreciated and unloved. I promised you I would return for your graduation, and this scares me and excites me at the same time, because I would still be with you if you still wanted to be with me. But once again, I showed you what I wanted and needed, and you didn't say that you could give that to me. That breaks me just a little more as more time passes. I'm very excited to see you finally obtain your bachelor's degree, but I'm scared because maybe I will see you have completely moved on from me, or you will have changed even more, and I will have been truly left behind. You were texting Scott a lot, and I'm trying to be understanding but it really grates on me to see you getting support from him, especially when I see that he has frustrated you and hurt you in the past. At the same time, you also need a support network, so that's why I'm not saying anything. But I will leave the room if I see you texting him again. 
I don't have to be there when you were involved with him, and I don't want to be. You also asked me how I had become so okay with everything. I really haven't. I almost had a mini breakdown watching Halt and Catch Fire when Gordon said he still loved Donna in spite of her flaws. I realized that, at least for the time being, I can't appreciate the happiness other people get from their relationships because mine is broken and now destroyed. But I will be strong around you because I am a strong person, a smart person, and I am excited about the new things I will get to do and experience. I'm choosing to focus on that instead of the pain and hurt inside me. The second week of January, around January 9th, Tracy and I had sex. I topped him bare, which in hindsight was a risky move. We both had had sex with other people over the past few weeks. I knew I had used condoms, and I just trusted him to be safe and use condoms as well. And while it was risky, ultimately my trust was not misplaced. Nothing came from this sexual encounter. I got tested for STDs after this event and was negative. I guess I wanted to wipe away the memory of having bad sex the last time we had sex together. This was much better. To me, this was the kind of sex we used to have when we were happy together. January 10th, I finally went to counseling. It is something I should have done two years prior, after I mistakenly hooked up with Aaron. And I had no idea what to expect when I finally met my therapist, an elderly Jewish man with a white beard and a deep knowledge of the human psyche. But I was ready to tell my story to someone, so I quickly disclosed everything I was thinking and feeling. I'm anxious, after all. I wanted to stop feeling confused about myself. I wanted to stop feeling sorry for myself. I wanted to stop hating Tracy. He assigned me a book to read, Attached, by Levine and Heller. It talked about the attachment styles I've mentioned through this story. I didn't really dive into it until after my next counseling session, as I had never thought self-help books had much value. Plus, I was still in a daze from having broken up with the only romantic love of my life just 10 days prior. Next time on My Story, episode 26, My Panic Attack.